0: again, not an overnight success. Like this stuff is you got to build systems in place and you got to build economies of scale. You got to be able to expand and you got to have good people. At the end of the day, a business is just a collection of people building together to create a solution to solve problems. So again, a business is a collection of people working or building together to solve problems. And you have have to incentivize, you have to you know, a line I say a lot is make better mistakes tomorrow.
1: Hello. Hello. Welcome to the five talents podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. I interview the top commercial real estate investors and industry experts, so you can learn from their experiences. So if you're an investor, a high W two earner or real estate or tech sales professional, that wants to invest in real estate without having to manage properties or leave your day job, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're already investing in real estate, but you're doing it part-time and you wanna become a full-time multifamily or full-time commercial real estate investor, this podcast is for you, too. you're gonna learn a ton. You will learn from real-life multifamily investors and other professionals in the industry. They're gonna share their blueprints for success, and I'm super excited that you're here so I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. This is Abel Pacheco, your host for the Five Talents Podcast. We are super excited today yet again because we have another amazing guest on our show, Mr. Jason Rasnik. How's it going, Jason? Pretty good, Abel. How are you, man? Man, I'm doing great. Well, Hey, for those that don't know Jason Raznick, let me at least a couple of nuggets and I'll turn it over to him for a full introduction. But He's an entrepreneur. He's the founder of Benzinga. So if you haven't heard of Benzinga, you might be living under a rock or may not live in the stock market world, but he builds a content ecosystem that really makes information easier for investors like ourselves to consume. So they have a mission to connect the world with news and data and education that makes the path to financial prosperity, financial freedom, just easier for the everyday average individual somebody like ourselves. And he's founded a couple of very successful internet companies. And he serves an audience of about 25 million over 125 countries. And he's been quoted across the board in many places like CNBC, Fox Business News, NPR, Wall Street Journal. Uh, If you haven't seen, uh, like I said, him, you may be either not in the stock market world altogether or just living under a rock. He's interviewed some amazing people, Kevin O'Leary, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, let me turn it over to him for a second. Jason, in your own words, can you just give us a good introduction? Tell us who you are and what you do, brother, and we'll start a great conversation. So my name is
0: Jason Raznick. I was always a guy into the stock market, but trying to find solutions to problems. So before TiVo existed, I was working on the preliminary patent of recording digital television. And Tiva came out three years later and I almost went and worked there way back when, but uh, I was a third employee. But um, I was always trying to find solutions to the problems. And, and so one, Benzinga started because there was a dearth of small cap news. So smaller, everyone's covering Facebook, Google's, everything we focused on the smaller cap companies. So the ones that you don't hear as much, and there's a lot of alpha or opportunity in that because people aren't covering those stocks. So we focused on that. And over time, as the marketplace changed, we started providing news of the whole market, not just small cap, to the brokerages. So now we're the largest vendor of financial news to the North American brokerage space. They get Benzinga, Benzinga Newswires, BZ Newswires. We get about 30 million people a month reading our content, 15 million directly to our site. So it could be arguably more because, you know, I don't know. So if you ask, well, Benzinga, they if they're in the investing world, the stock market world, they typically have heard of us. We're about hundred and about hundred or so people are headquartered in Detroit, Michigan. But these days we're virtual mostly and always hiring. But at the end of the day, we're trying to give people more utility, more give give them what they're looking for in a shorter amount of time to help them make better educated decisions, investment decisions. We don't say go buy this or go sell this typically, but we give you better information so you can take action on it and have the power of like a hedge fund manager in your hands. So you can say it's information for the average Joe, so to speak, Benzinga.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. Thank you very much for that and the insight because it's the education that I find so extremely valuable, regardless of what, what asset class is or where you're investing. If you have it, if you have the education, you have the knowledge, you have the insight, you can kind of see, uh, read the tea leaves, read the, the trends, find out what's going on, And you're going to make a better educated decision regardless of what you're investing in, whether it be commercial real estate or stocks or, you know, any kind of new business that you're headed down. So uh, I love it. So what, what in the world, tell us about how you started at Benzinga and even started in this path. Is is this something you headed down? You know, I don't know. Just give us an idea here. How did you start with Benzinga and how did it even come to be?
0: I mean, again, it was like, well, One of these things that no one was doing the solution that I thought was out there. So some people think the smartest people in the room are in the newsroom, so to speak. I think the smartest people in the room are across the web. Abel, you're one of them. Just people remotely are across the web are the smartest people in the room. So if you're looking at a company like, I don't know, Tesla, yeah, there's some smart analysts or writers, but the smartest people in the room are the people around the world. And Elon Musk is actually, taken to that. When he does his questions, Q&A, he goes to the community verb before analysts. And so people weren't using Twitter as a source of information way back when, when I started Benzinga. And I thought with small cap stocks, I could find smart people across the world using Twitter and crowdsource knowledge. I mean, yes, we'll cover the news internally, but when it comes to like giving stuff that people who are an expert on Under Armour, you know, who maybe in China, where they're producing it, they know the demand. They know, I mean, all this stuff. And so, Benzinga started in my basement. I hired some of a, a remote person, and it was just me. And like in the beginning, I had to be like, fake it till I make it. So, I was um, not just Jason Rasnick, I was a couple other names because I had to fake it till I make it. So, oh, wow. the third, yeah. three months, I had these two other names that I would use all the time. Just to be I had to be bigger than I was, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. the first once. And then when it came to I need, you know, to be a girl, I I couldn't my voice, I wasn't able to do the voice. <laughs> it thing. happened. I looked to see if there's voice training in Michigan. There wasn't. And then in New York there was. So I was like, I oh, mean, I need to move to New York for that problem. But you gotta like fake it to make it, build stuff up. Cause I knew what we could do is provide better information. A lot of places are just giving you a lot of noise. See, mm-hmm. there's no there's no limit of information right now. This day and age, people are looking at their phones and reading content like 50x more than they used to 10 years ago. And so, because of that, creates an opportunity of like, can you provide better information? But it also says, oh, wait, information overload. So, if we can give better information in a shorter amount of time, give people more utility to help them make decisions, we think we can win. And so far, that's what we've done. And the company has grown in pretty fast fashion. I mean, it's, you know, a nice, fast-growing eight-digit business of revenue and, and, and profitable and all that, and growing about, about between 80, 70 to 100% a year. Wow. Years, years.
1: Holy moly. How, how does that growth even happen? Well, we, you know, b- Break this down. For, for any of the entrepreneurs that are listening, maybe they have their hands in commercial real estate, but they're, they're entrepreneurs and that's how they make their active income to invest passively uh, in this space. How does that growth even occur? What did you do to kind of set yourself up there?
0: Again, not an overnight success. Like this stuff is you got to build systems in place and you got to build economies of scale. You got to be able to expand and you got to have good people. At the end of the day, a business is just a collection of people building together to create a solution to solve problems. So again, a business is a collection of people working or building together to solve problems. And you have, you have to incentivize, you have to, you know, a line I say a lot is make better mistakes tomorrow, reward failure, re- reward trying, reward doing, be the best at what you do. We're a full service financial media system in the sense that like, you're buying data for your site, we have data, we sell data. If you are buy, you know, content, you, I mean, we cover it, we have writers, we have, we're a full service financial thing, just like you would, what you would think of Reuters. I think we're the 21st century version of a Reuters for the next generation investor, next, you know, for millennials, for that, that that's who we, who we are. And how do you scale? It's a, it's a great question because one day you look and you're doing, um, you know, you're doing like hundred thousand a month and then all of a sudden you're doing three, 3 million a month. And that's our form. And it's like craziness, but it just it, money follows. It doesn't lead. So a big thing, um, a guy, Dan Gilbert, who's the founder of Rocket Mortgage, Cleveland Cavaliers owner infused upon me was like money fouls, doesn't lead. So build the product, build the marketing and then get out there, you know, and um, and then get out of the way and and help people solve problems. And when you and you see weaknesses, fix it Hmm. and then let people on the team fix it you know, you know, find a better way. There's always, but there's always, if you go to our site on Benzinga.com, you're going to find errors and thing or little things. And those are the things that we need to be finding those little things to someone is confronting the same stuff. That yeah. kind of those kind of things.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing. Uh, I think that's, that's uh everything you mentioned is it's in motivating, inspiring to know that, you know, if you build it, almost the kind of cliche, but build it, they will come and money follows. It doesn't lead. I like, I like that part of it. And, you know, you're, you're making the mistakes. You're making them faster. You're making them quicker, You're allowing other people to get it, to be empowered to kind of make those mistakes and then find a better way forward. The people systems and processes, if you can build a team around you, like you've mentioned to kind of all head down the same mission, uh, you got, you all can capitalize and I, I love it. I hope you I wish you a lot of success in the future as well.
0: Yeah, and you and you want to be, sort, you know, you want that boat going in this right direction. You want people to be aligned and look at the vision, and because it's hard, you know, you're especially when you're remote a lot. It's hard for people to understand. Hey, we're doing this because of this. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, so this is is a good. It's a good foundation. So thank you very much. The continuation or the thought process that I had this capitalizing while you're here. You probably see a lot of the biggest investors come through your space. You've educated them. You've provided some insight. They're doing amazing. You've probably seen some similarities among some of these top investors or the people that you interact with, uh, which is amazing. Uh, Maybe you can give us some of these names so we know who you've spoken to, who you're getting some insight from, and what are the most successful investors? What are they doing? What, What are they doing that we can learn from? Yeah, and I speak to a lot of public
0: company CEOs. We have a thing on YouTube uh, on, at Benzinga. Uh, if you go to YouTube and look at Benzinga, but I host a show from 1 to 2 p.m. every day, and we break multiple stories a day on that show. I mean, stocks move. We like Webulls launching Doge Dogecoin tomorrow. Dogecoin went up on that news. Uh, last week, we had news on a stock that had a tremendous short interest, The stock and we broke it. The stock went, 8%, it went up 8% in our news. On our show, you know, people I've interviewed from Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank to Dave Portnoy from Ball, Barstool Sports a few times to Kathy Wood, who's the most powerful analyst on Wall Street and fund manager. She's like what Warren Buffett was, like, say, three years ago. She's the most talked about and hard to get interviews with. And we've had, we've had her on. But you name it, like from Mark Cuban to you name it. I mean, we're 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 talking to them. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you know who that is. Gary V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Higgins, his partner in the specs. When you build a quality product, they'll come to you. I mean, they'll they'll want to be on there. And and what what are they doing? Well, well Gary Vanderchuck and Matt Higgins, his partners, when they see trends, what well, the difference with them is, they don't necessarily create the trends. They they go hard into them. So instead of being passive into it, they go hardcore into it. They don't they don't sit back and passively wait. They go. They maybe it's more risky, but they they go bigger into these trends. Some of these guys like Kevin O'Leary, they like to buy, he likes to buy companies that have earnings growth. So earnings like, you know, that actually produce a profit growth ahead of it. You know, uh, Kathy Wood, she likes tech and innovation. So she likes things that solve problems long-term. So what's the technology tomorrow? She loves Tesla because it's not weighed down by old line automotive. It can innovate and not have its hands tied. So it's different things for different folks. one of the other guys, uh, Dan Gilbert, he's a big investor in StockX, or he started StockX. He likes marketplaces where the consumer, consumer to consumer, decide on price. So it just it just depends. Now, are there stock like you know for the listeners in the real estate world listening to commercial real estate stuff? I mean, I I would say to your listeners, buy some REITs, and REITs are real estate investment trusts where you usually get a high dividend. You own a piece of a REIT, which is that they own it can be manufactured housing, it could be apartments or what have you. The reason I say it is it's inspiration in some respects. Seeing like this company that I'm an investor in Sun Communities, SUI, that they own, you know, thousands of mobile home parks. It's inspiration. And it helps you learn too. And so you're not only investing in something not, now. The opposite side is, able that you could say, hey, I'm already invested in the real estate market. I want to hedge myself out of it. So I want to buy the opposite of real estate, right? And then that then those were other investments you can use. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hello, hello. You're listening to the Five Talents podcast. I'm your host, Abel Pacheco. If you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you're serious about achieving financial freedom. Are you ready to create your own path through multifamily investing for yourself and your family? Then I know you're going to appreciate our investor's guide to multifamily investing. It's titled Tackling Commercial Real Estate The Easy Way. We use this guide to invest ourselves in $93 million worth of real estate. So we're gonna show you the basic mechanics of multifamily syndications and how to evaluate your next passive investment opportunity. So the best part, if you subscribe to our podcast now, leave us a review and a rating, I'm gonna give you a free copy of our ebook. So please take a moment to do that now. Once you've done that, go to 5TCRE.com forward slash ebook, 5TCRE.com forward slash ebook. Make sure to let us know you left a review and we're going to send you a free copy. So thank you so much for subscribing to the 5 Talents Podcast. We really appreciate it.
0: In the stock market, when you buy a piece of a stock, you're basically buying a piece of a company. You're buying a piece of a company, no matter how small it is, but like I tell my kids, hey, we own Apple, like we're owners of Apple, like, hey, we go in the store world, you know, and they don't understand that. But I try to explain that when you buy shares like Apple now has a dividend. So Apple pays dividends. So when you're paying your wireless bill to Apple, you're getting a dividend from Apple.
1: Mm, so. I, I love that. This is OK. So let me let me go back to a couple of points, because this is this is really good. The first one um, that I heard. Well, even that the names that you mentioned, Kevin O'Leary, Dave is Gilbert, uh, uh, sorry Dan Dang. Gilbert, Dang. Yep. Kathy Wood, Mark Cuban, Gary V. All of those individuals are those that, and if you're going to learn from anybody, those are amazing people to folks to listen to. Well, so what an opportunity that you have that you built a platform big enough to attract these names, which is man, kudos to you. But uh, to hear everybody's uh, th- their own you know path down what they're comfortable in. I like the fact that you know I hear when they see the trends they go into it and they you know almost like reduce their diversification is what I've heard a lot of uh, really big players go into and they say hey I am not going to try to diversify so much across you know a hundred different platforms I'm going to go head into one because I've done my education I know exactly what I'm getting into and I'm going to hit it and yes it's more risky. But it's a risk adjusted uh, return, right? So that's where our big opportunity is to to kind of create more. And uh I think a lot of our a lot of our investors are similar in that they're like gung-ho on apartment buildings or they're gung-ho on commercial uh retail and you know, or whatever whatever they're into. But uh that happens. And I see like me personally, my net worth has you know four or five X in the last four years because I said, you know what, I'm gonna go head first into multifamily and and try to you know, buy bigger apartment buildings. But I like your REIT idea too, because some of our investors, they, they've gotten a lot of the education. They know what they're looking for. It's hard for them to take action and put maybe a $50,000 investment into a deal because they're they're so fearful, worried about losing what it took for, you know, a really long time to kind of save up. But a REIT, man, what a great way to get started. You can buy REITs for, you know, almost like what, a few hundred bucks, right? Or even $20, $50 REITs or however you want to look at it. And just just take action. Like that's part of the building the muscle to invest is you got to take action, whichever platform you're on. If you can't do 50K, try 500, try 50. And then you learn from it and you build up your courage to take the next leap. I really like that. And then the last thing that you mentioned is, so I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old And I'm I'm now trying to give them some of this insight as we're walking properties and they're coming on board with me. But Matt, I I definitely want to be able to say, hey, yeah, you see this this iPhone? Not only do we own the phone, but we own a piece of the company, which is it's just an amazing opportunity. So
0: yeah, and and a lot of people overthink things, and I and I get 50k spent is a lot to risk in one thing. What's the the way I I like have a decision framework? I say. What does success look like? What does failure look like? What is the cost to, to get that success or overcome, you know, the overcome the uh, obstacle for success? And then what's the opportunity cost? So for Benzinga, so say we are going to launch a vertical writing about horses. So I would say, what's success look like? If someone said it looks like $2 million of top line revenue because we're going to be a marketplace for horses, say so what's the cost like what's the obstacle to overcome it? Well, we need riders on horses. We need to figure out who they are. It's not our focus, distracting, what have you. And what's uh, and what's the cost to overcome? Oh, maybe 30,000 to build out the vertical. And that's um, a little bit of a decision framework thing that I, I use to boil it down to simpler things. And listen, I, I get mad. A few years ago, there was an asset I could have bought in the digital space and I should have bought it. But at the time we had a lot less money in the bank and I was being cautious it was going to cost us about a $100,000 and I was being cautious at the time and not buying this asset. And now when I see the asset around, I'm like annoyed that I didn't buy it. And so a lot of times you regret what you didn't do. I guess if it didn't work out and there was other issues with buying that asset, you don't know what you don't know. So there could be benefits to that. But dip your toes in, like just take an action. Don't maybe put a $50,000 per pound payment in. Dip your toes in my first, I used to flip houses before this, like an area in Michigan, my first house I bought for 42, five, I got a mortgage, it was more, you know, it was one of these constructions and made good money on it to buy my next, like, it just, it's it's taking action on something and moving forward, because at least you learn how to do it. And then when the time comes and the right opportunity comes, you're prepared for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Thank you very much for that is a good a uh, good insight, and I know we're coming towards the end of our of Ready. our schedule wow. time, brother. Oh, it's, it's fast, table. That's fast, man. Faster than than expected. Never have enough time for these. But if you can, please tell us a couple of places that our listener base should be going. So, like you mentioned, YouTube shows daily, huh. your website. T- tell us all the places. Hey, I'm going to make sure to capture them in our in yeah. our notes. But Abel, you're always smiling. Like I I need to. My my parents, when they see me on
0: video or TV, they always say, "Smile more." You're like (laughs) you you like smile the whole time. I need to like Uh, after you. No, I'm serious. It's very comforting. You're smiling. You seem a very happy guy and smiling. I love it. Don't take the smile away. It's great. I won't. won't. Well,
1: you know, it's easy. It's easy when I have great guests like you because man, I'm like I'm I'm literally smiling ear to ear because. I've never, I never thought a year ago, two years ago, I'd be like interviewing CEO for Benzinga, which is, it's inspiring, number one, but then number two, like to to have you as just, you know, an everyday average, everyday Joe like me, except sure. you've done amazing, amazing things. And to give a little bit of the insight for me, our guests, our people that are that are part of this, man, we, we can all learn what you just gave us and we can go apply it like tomorrow. Like today, you know, and it's anyways, I'm excited. So thanks, Jason. No, thank you for having me. And uh, you're too kind. And, you know,
0: we're all the same. It's just, you know, we all put our shoes on, socks the same way. We're all the same. And so um, ways you can find out about us, you can look up Benzinga Pro. Benzinga Pro is like a Bloomberg terminal. just a little different, a little, you know, scaled down. Uh, subscriptions. If you go to benzinga.com on the right side, we have this premium thing where we have different newsletters that help you make decisions. Like we do really well with those. We're really good with our stock picks. Like we're really good with like some of the premium products where we really give ideas out. I'm personally very confident in my stock pick and I I buy things and people don't think about them, and I'm like you know freelance marketplace Upwork. No one was buying the stock at 19 and fiber, and they're at. I mean, there's many examples where I have like yeah, five gainers, thousand percent gainers, because wow. I, I I only like when I have an informational edge where I do my research. And my downside is covered. I use the same parameters, you know? And so like, a, like say a $100,000 account, go to 800000 if you use these parameters. If you go to Benzinga, there's a premium tab. You'll see some of these newsletters that we have. We have a Twitter, twitter.com slash Benzinga. Instagram, Benzinga. And so, and then yeah, youtube.com uh, slash Benzinga is where we have our guests on. There's live uh, programs, but, and we, we cover real estate too. I mean, we cover real estate. And if you guys who are listening in the audience have stories that you think we should write that we're not writing in the real estate space, send an email to um, powerhour at com. P O W E R H O U R at com. That's the show that I'm on, but that way other people can r- route that email the right way. Powerhour at com. And I'm on Twitter at Jason Raznik. It's this R A Z N I C K. And anyone out here who's listening to this show and wants to do a deal, just take your first step. Go into a REIT or go into a private deal. Go, go bother Abel and say, Abel, I know your minimum investment twenty five k or one hundred k. Can I put in half of that, and I'll you know, make it up to you with you know editing your podcast or making video clips? I can't tell you how many people. Yeah, that's a good hired. offer. That's a good offer. <laughs> well, I can't tell you Abel how many people since we started doing video. the yeah. GameStop happened. I can't tell you these people that we've hired who just watch our shows and they they start editing stuff and sending me clips, I'm like, this is amazing. Do you want a full-time job? They're like, sure. And that's like the person running our Instagram was a guy that made our intro to our Power Hour who's a fan of the show. And no one was really running our Instagram and we got a person to run our Instagram. So I can't so awesome. even like tell you how many people like have come in from that. And all you have to do to get a job somewhere is show your, show value guys, like show value. Like say, hey, I can do these three things. And then do those three things as an example, and send it to the company. I find I think you'd find it very rare that the company does not respond to you, you know, and set up a meeting or what have
1: you. Uh, just so great advice, tactically speaking. If anybody does that on my podcast, like you're going to have some immediate insight on my investments, next investments, because I need more people to help me do that. I've got 140 shows. I I do have in-house uh, people for my. I have a podcast team and my video clips and all that stuff. But if you were to proactively do this, so anybody listening, like, absolutely. I'm going to give you some, uh, some investing advice and everything I can and to get you in a deal. Cause I want to partner with you. That's awesome. You say so you hired people that did that for you.
0: Just oh, creating my, value, I,
1: man. The, la-
0: the last like four hires
1: out of the like, last six in the last like two months have all been show fans. Do not wait. Take action. If you want something in life, you've got to go get it. Don't wait yep. for approval. Just go push and make it happen. And that what a great, what a great example of yep. that.
0: That's exactly right, man. So,
1: Abel, thanks for having
0: me on. You're awesome. I know how many people you inspire and you're doing your thing. And when you have stuff you want us to write about, let us know. We'll get it there. Right, email to powerhourbenzinga.com. And if you're listening to the show and you have a brokerage account and it doesn't have Benzinga integrated, email your broker and say, I want my Benzinga news. It's like, I want my MTV, you know, <laughs> I want my
1: Benzinga. Okay? I love it, I love it. Jason, anything else we didn't cover that you wanted to, you know, bring exposure to, talk about, anything in general? No, other than like,
0: be careful of the markets. Don't go put your all your money in one stock because someone said that you should. Never do that, never, never. Even though when I said to you like my Upwork, which is a stock, UPWK, when I, when I was very confident and I was extremely confident, but you never know what could happen. So you gotta be careful. The market is the market and Mr. Market doesn't always move at the time that you want it to. And so you gotta, like when I buy a stock, I buy it in three increments, you know, first time, you know, and this is stuff you learn from our YouTube, our our trading ideas page, we have a couple other things, but I don't know, spread the word. It's for the people, by the people. I think some of these old line media companies aren't that way and it's, it's about content. If you're looking for some writing jobs on the side, you're doing real estate and you're looking for some, and you're a good writer or you can write about commercial real estate or you can write about stuff, email us a power hour. We're always hiring writers, but I would tell you the easiest ones to work with are the ones we're going to hire. Like, Hey, I'm happy to do this. And you know, money fouls doesn't lead. I go back to that show what you can do. And then the company will want to pay you. If you can do stuff, don't just like email, Hey, how much are you going to pay me to do this? Like the company doesn't want to deal with you because they don't know if you're going to do the work and you're, if you're doing it just for a check, You want to be excited and passionate about what you do. I, I tell people at Benzinga, if they're not happy at Benzinga and I get it, there's 90, so hundred people there, not everyone's going to be excited. So I say, if you want to move on, I totally understand. And like, I totally understand. And I pay, I'll give them money to leave, Mm -hmm. like I'll give them money. I want people to like, be like, I get it. Like sometimes some jobs you do for a check, but I, I want people to be, you know, excited about what they do at our company. Not everyone's going to be, it's impossible. So that's, uh, you know, that's the truth.
1: All right, Jason, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time, brother. And uh, again, my name is Abel Pacheco. I'm your host for the Five Talents Podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoyed today's show. I know you did get some value out of it. So go to our podcast, subscribe, rate, and review. Ping, Jason, let him know you heard us here. And uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Jason. Thank you again. I really appreciate you taking time to have me on. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon back soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Talents Podcast with your host, myself, Abel Pacheco. Each week, we're going to bring you interviews from industry experts and commercial real estate investors who followed their dreams and achieved massive success. Before you leave, let me ask you a few questions. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something valuable? Was your mind stretched to what's possible and what you can achieve? Do you want other experts just like the one you heard today? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then please take a moment to subscribe to the Five Talents Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. And most importantly, leave us a written review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us your favorite guest. Give us any feedback. I'm excited to learn and improve so you can get a more valuable show. So thank you again for subscribing to the Five Talents Podcast.